0: This is Make It Kind.
1: M I P. With Massimilia Mark Thompson. Make
0: It kind.
1: Get Woke.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parkercom purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, as you are well aware, MediaMatters.org has always been a regular contributor to Make It Plain. And we're fortunate to have with us today in the person of their research director, Julie Tolbert. And we're going to talk a bit about this role reversal, and how not only Fox and the right wing, but even how mainstream media may have been dropping the ball. Julie joins us now. Julie, welcome to Make It Plain. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. I'm very honored to be on and chatting with you.
1: Well, and it's an honor to have you. Thank you for joining me today. So first of all, I want to go back for a bit because you you actually uh, covered the leak. And you pointed out early on Uh, There were problems even with that because a lot of the reporting had less to do with Roe uh, and the impact and more to do with the leak itself and how that was just something that had never happened. Um, It it almost (laughs) at one time we were talking about the integrity of the court, but then the leak almost even uh, Fox and the mainstream treated the leak as, as if that was worse than the earlier conversation about the court's integrity.
2: Yeah. And yeah, even mainstream media, some people in mainstream media were saying like the leak is actually the story. When we have like this, like we we knew this was all going to happen. We had this reversal, we had this draft opinion there. We could talk about all the like the media could talk about all sorts of impact that's going to happen that is now happening. Um, And instead it was just like these this is another norm that's just gone now. Um, and the focusing on that was really disingenuous and really harmful to to mainstream media's audiences.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing, of course, that happened, and and even Congress was swift to do this even more quickly than they do the other things. We need uh, we're going to protect the Supreme Court justices. We're we're concerned about violence coming from. The left, even though there's been no history of that. Violence has always come from the right toward the pro-choice movement. But they even fear-mongered about that, didn't they?
2: Yeah, this is a this is a thing, particularly on the right-wing media side. They've uh, up to the Dobbs decision, uh, they've been saying, you know, it's just gonna it's gonna be like this this pro-choice, pro-abortion, like violence that we're going to be seeing and you know, targeting the justices, targeting other people. They've thrown Chuck Schumer in there because he made a comment on the steps of the Supreme Court months ago uh, about going after Brett Kavanaugh as if that was supposed to be about violence. And they've just completely ignored this really, really long history of anti-abortion violence where providers and and patients have been killed. Um, And they've just been fear-mongering. That's just like, they, you know, they said that there was going to be this night of rage that was going to happen on the, the day that the opinion came out. And that, you know, in fact, we saw a lot of like police violence against pro-choice protesters instead, and it didn't manifest at all.
1: Yeah. And and again, somehow the those who are choosing which lives which are more important, yeah. the Supreme Court justices, and don't get me wrong. Nobody wants to commit violence against anyone. All yeah. of the movements we've been involved in have been nonviolent. But yeah. why are the lives of women important? Why are not the lives of mothers I- important? And and why can't we protect? I mean, that's that's the fundamental question, folks. That 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 is is frankly uh, uh, on the table. Um, and and again, now let's. Let's not let all the mainstream people off the hook. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I, you, you, what was a CNN, um, and not just CNN, I saw this on MSNBC. I remember when, and I have a lot of respect for Andrea Mitchell, but yeah. she had a, a pro life person on the show, people feeling like they have to put these people on. CNN had somebody come on too and just spout a lot of rhetoric, right?
2: Yeah, um, after the Dobbs decision, it was sort of like a no holds bar. Like all of these anti-abortion um, leaders in the in the movement were just like being interviewed, like left and right, on the cable news outlets, and it was it was pretty ridiculous. Because I just I don't think that they're mostly adequately set up to just respond to sort of the the vitriol and the. And sort of the rhetoric that they've developed over the years, like they it's like they professionally know how to respond to any sort of argument that you throw out them. And it's really, um, really harms their what they're trying to get across to their audiences, because it's it's a confusing mess. And they're yeah, the they're not being uh, honest at all. The anti-abortion abortion advocates. So it's it's not the right approach, I think, for the mainstream media to take.
1: And even if I'm, I'm probably Joy Reed and I talk about this a lot. We, there are only a few of us left, Julie. You, you may be one in this category too, who actually went to school for journalism and are educated, and not just personalities. And we know, we know the rules and the ethics. If you're going to bring the other side in, you have to even question them objectively. And not just yeah. let them go on unchallenged in the face with with dishonesty and lies, right? I mean, that's really yeah. <laughs> what you're supposed to do. Um, Angela and I have talked about this ad nauseum. Uh, and another good friend, who, as you all know, we we still mourn we lost recently, Eric Bowler. It's it's as if Julie, even in the mainstream, and 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 we talk about this all the time. Fox has caused this too. CNN wants to keep up with the ratings. So it's less about journalism and more about bringing people on that may attract some from their audience and to have those people just talk and, and go unchallenged. But, but at the end of the day, you might get a little tick up in the ratings. I don't think it's ever really worked. That's the goal. You get a little tick up in the ratings. Some of the you know, people on the right, some of that audience will, will turn on CNN or turn on Andrea Mitchell. And, and that's the goal rather than true objective journalism uh, to your point of responsibility. It, it, it's just to get, get that viewership or that clickbait, if you will, but it just goes unchallenged and and that is very harmful, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it absolutely is. The, uh, one of the CNN interviews, uh, Kristen day, who's the president of students for life was interviewed by uh, Pamela Brown. Um, and the, the, like the CNN article said like, you know, CNN debates anti-abortion advocate. Um, so it's very like when they put the, the clip online, that was very much like what they were. Um, it was very like clickbaity, but the, the interview itself, it's 11 minutes long. Kristen Hawkins is spewing so many um, horrible things. And she, like I was saying, she's very like well-versed in, ta- I like refuting view, uh, talking points and things like that. And she's that's, um, CNN's just not prepared to refute that. So, um, you know, Kristen Hawkins has asked, do you consider if, a if in an IVF procedure, if embryos are destroyed, is the doctor a murderer? And she says, yes. And, you know, obviously like they try to refute that, but what can you say to that exactly? But that's, you know, your audience have heard that. And, you know, she's saying like some IVF procedures should be banned. And Kristen Hawkins also believes that some, that contraceptives ultimately should be banned. And it's just a lot of rhetoric. She was saying like anti, um, she was saying that abortion pills are harmful um, and that's not the case at all. And it's just, it's just every every second is something different, and there's just no way to interview someone like that and refute them. Like you you can't have them you can't have them on because they're just they're just going to very dishonestly um, keep pushing these very ill framed talking points that they have.
1: And that's that's the danger in the debate. And and that is the risk when you when you are on a, a mainstream medium, and you allow someone just to say that out loud. Well, this is that's murder, and IVF is murder. And unfortunately, a lot of people are susceptible because you see that on CNN. It's different if, if you and I in a Starbucks, Julian, we're talking and we having a debate about whether that's murder. That's one thing in Starbucks, but if we're on CNN, the way that presents is well even if you've never heard that before and may not agree with it, you start to consider it. Well, is it murder? Because CNN, I'm not looking at Fox today. I, I know what Fox is, but CNN is supposed to be pretty reputable. So if they say, if they have someone on to say that, then I start to question or or be concerned about it. And, and, but it, it, it also, I, I, I know another piece you wrote and this goes with it too. And 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 I think this is left out, as you acknowledge. It, 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 there has not been enough actual coverage since we want to talk about opinions, letting people come on and say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. There's not been enough coverage, definitely not on Fox, but not the mainstream either, I- including in print, just how many Americans, the, the how large the majority is that support Roe and Choice and abortion rights. There's not been enough coverage of that, has it?
2: No, there hasn't. And even the, the um, we have a study that came out um, after the Dobbs decision, uh, looking at the top five print outlets. And it's just, we we did this study right after the leak went out as well, a week of coverage. And we really expected that it was going to improve, but it didn't. And in some cases it got worse. So this is looking at, it's mostly like being sure to include context when they're talking about the Dobbs decision. So talking about the communities that will be most impacted, talking about, like you're saying, like Americans radically support, you know, access to abortion. And all of these things were, print media just pretty much failed to include context, include the fact that there are trigger laws that have already banned abortion in certain states. Like this is all really important context that they're just like leaving out. And instead we have like Washington Post and New York Times doing profiles on anti-abortion leaders um, that are, you know, there's one on Carrie and Roger Severino. Carrie is the um, they're both anti-abortion advocates. Roger Severino was in the Trump administration. and it's there's a throwaway sentence in the middle of the piece being like, well, you know, Roe being overturned is going to impact people and the rest of it's just like how they met and um, just like the great things that they've done in the movement. And it's 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 not great. There's obviously like some good coverage that has happened, but the, the bad coverage really leaves like a sour taste in your mouth.
1: It's some of the other coverage. So it, as, and again, uh, Julie's good, this these are numbers, so and she's the research director. I just want to say this to you folks, how many times we watch these shows and we see pollsters come on and talk about elections? Why can't you bring the posters on to talk about how popular Roe is uh rather than get go to find a person who says IVF is murder? I'm just you say, you know that yeah I, I mean, it's not like there'll be demonstrations outside CNN tower. we want to see the person who says IVF is murder Nobody's gonna do that. So yeah. I don't. <laughs> that's there's no movement for that you can go to fox for that um more than three-fourths of of articles this is in some of the mainstream papers um we're talking uh, about the washington post wall street journal for example three-fourths of articles uh percent, failed to mention that abortion access is overwhelmingly popular among americans Uh, And to be clear, you all looked at The Washington Post, The New York Times, Wall Street Journal, USA Today and The L.A. Times. So we touched on that. I want to go down the list, though. Nearly three fourths of articles fail to acknowledge the disproportionate impact of the reversal of Roe on several on certain populations. That's important, too, isn't it, Julie?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. we've they've really I mean leading up to this decision for years and years like this has been a major problem in the in mainstream media outlets Um, you know for a lot of people for low income people and for communities of color like access to abortion has already been sort of not a reality and the the future that's in store for us um, is is bleak to say the least like we already have states that are that abortion is banned in. Um, and really mainstream media outlets should be talking to, to those people, those people who are trying to access abortion. And, you know, it's it's a very expensive procedure having to travel hours. Like if you were in the heart of Texas and having to access abortion, like where, where do you go? How do you take, you know, you have to take the time off. You might have other children that you have to get childcare for. Um, do you have the ability to take days off? Like These are so many questions that, they, that the mainstream media should really be honing in on, because these are where the stories that are really going to change minds, and really, it's, it's really on them to be talking to people who are really, really going to be impacted by this catastrophic decision.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
1: The Wall Street, in that category, the Wall Street Journal and the Los Angeles Times especially failed to mention the disproportionate effect of the ruling, acknowledging its effects on vulnerable groups, only 7% in the journal and 25% in the LA Times. Another category, more than two thirds, 68% of articles excluded the fact that other rights are at risk as noted by Clarence Thomas. The Los Angeles Times and USA Today Especially. Well, I I know you all know, but just for the record, you know, he said he threatened same-sex sexual activity, same-sex marriage and contraception. The L.A. Times and USA Today especially missed the mark in terms of reporting the potential threat to these rights, mentioning it in in only 20 percent of the articles in L.A. Times and 25 percent in the USA uh, Today. And again, Julie, as you you note in the piece, this is not speculation. He said it. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been a headline. Contraception. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait, wait. Who, I remember when the, when the nuns testified before Congress, they used contraception. Folks, everybody don't use contraception just to deal with pregnancy. That has yeah. like, so. Why, uh, unless we apply the same theory that eric and angelo and i have always applied are these mainstream print media also trying to attract a certain audience
2: yeah i'm not sure i think it's it's probably part of it is that what we're seeing right now in right-wing media is really trying to downplay the, the the dobbs decision um, so even though it's, even though we have like people who are really, uh, there's one, one America news host who popped champagne when the decision came down. So they were, you know, we have very much, they were very much celebrating, but now they're, they mean, they know that, that Roe is popular, that abortion access is popular, and they've, um, been really trying to downplay it and say, it's just returning to the States. Like that's, that's fine. Um, that's not a big deal we know it's very much a big deal. And, you know, they've been saying that, Um, saying that they're, the left saying that there's an impact potentially on other rights, they're calling that sort of, you know, left-wing lunacy or things like that. And part of that may be that mainstream media is sort of picking up on that perspective and not wanting to, you know, wanting to be seen as part of the, the leftist media instead. Um, And they're like, well, you know, it's in a concurrence, which is (laughs) this is not not an argument, even if it's not in the majority opinion. Like there's a reason why it's in the concurrence. That's too, you know, that can be cited later. And these these rights are very much like at issue. And, yeah, mainstream media is definitely failing in um, reporting on that.
1: Also, no statistic, more than two thirds of articles, 69 percent. Left out statistics that quantify and the news is supposed to be facts, factoids. We need those. And eight, listen, everybody has a crawl at the bottom of the screen. You can put this on the screen. Uh, but these, this is the print media. They don't even do it in the, in the, in the television media. Left out statistics that quantify the impact of Rose reversal. According to the Gutmacher Institute, nearly one in four U.S. women will have an abortion before turning 45 coverage from the Washington Post in particular mentioned statistics on how many people are affected in only 17%. This is the Washington Post. Uh, Julia said something I think she's been listening in on Angelo and me and Eric and me this thing we we talked about that uh it, 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 it's like the right wing has pushed this leftist media piece so hard, which we know isn't true, that, that the media goes out of its way not to <laughs> be accused of being liberal and left. So, But what's liberal or left about leaving out just a fact about a population that is more than half the population? Women. We're not talking about aliens, people <laughs> from the planet. I know some people still think that but (laughs) right oh i can't i can't say that we better not say that no unacceptable
2: yeah and you know we even see that with some of the media outlets like axios um getting the the guidance that they shouldn't be necessarily talking about political things um and the the right the anti-abortion movement has sort of Succeeded in showing abortion as placing abortion in the realm of the political, and you know mainstream media is responding to that by not, not including just basic facts in their coverage, and it's yeah, it's it's horrible.
1: One other category from uh, the the report, I just want to lift up: less than half the articles in these mainstream newspapers, print, included mention of trigger laws, y'all. 13 states adopted trigger laws prior to the Roe ruling so that immediately when the Roe ruling kicked in, uh, they would go into effect. Um, The LA Times and the Washington Post referenced trigger laws only 45% of the time since the reversal while the Wall Street Journal Perform the worst, mentioning them only 43% of the time. And listen, y'all, this is all going. Y'all, y'all can be doing headlines on trigger loss today. Cause it happens. Yeah. You, you know, matter of fact, you can take a state of day and do a headline. Where is it?
2: Yeah, it's it's particularly ridiculous. Like I I didn't go to journalism school, but I did go to law school. And <laughs> I know like, you know, the who, what, where, when, and why of basic journalism. They're, they're not doing, they're not doing the what, you know, it's like, okay, row is reversed. What's the, what's the immediate impact? And we see that i not talking about the communities that are impacted, I'm not talking about the statistics, but also not talking about the fact that there are all of these states that have trigger laws that either automatically or soon after ban abortion. Like they're, Th- they've sort of relegate that to their interactive maps where it's like, okay, these States are abor- abortion. is banned. Now. Um, not all those maps agree, which is one thing. Um, but yeah, they're not, they're not talking about like the basic it's like, what, okay, what happens now? They're not talking about the basic tenets of the
1: story. Well, now you shouldn't have said that. Now that you went to law school, I'm going to ask you another <laughs> question before we go. Oh no. <laughs> when, when you were in law school, did you learn did your professors teach you that the Dred Scott decision is applicable to every case like it's like he's only read one case Julie he's applied Dred Scott to the Miranda to Roe and of course Alito brought in Plessy but I don't don't, I've never heard anybody else just kind of fixating on what I mean we know he's got some other issues probably where that comes from but I just want to Confirm When you in law school? Did did they give you Dred Scott to apply to every single? They did, did not. Okay, I, I,
2: didn't,
1: <laughs> I didn't think so. So all right, all right. I, I I knew I wouldn't. I didn't go to law school. I was. I'm just asking all my lawyer friends to confirm that. Confirm. For me. Yeah, because I, you know, it was it was it was Dred Scott all weekend. Dred Scott Thursday, Dred, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was Dred Scott, yeah. and then just you know put added Plessy to put icing on the case on the cake. Uh, never mind that. Here's the irony, uh, and 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 having gone to law school, you would know this as well as anyone, is better than anyone, better than me even. They make the argument that Roe was equivalent to Plessy, when in fact the reversal is what is equivalent to Plessy. Separate is separate is separate and is inherently unequal. And now you separated. A whole segment of the population. Yeah. I you know, mean,
2: yeah. Clarence Thomas <laughs> is is yeah, he's he's really like a darling of the anti-abortion and, and right wing media. Um, the anti-abortion movement really that's you know what Clarence Thomas is saying is is definitely the direction that they want everything to be going in. And we saw a lot of right-wing media comparing the Dobbs decision to pretty ridiculous things, including saying, I've, I saw several people um, compare it to D-Day, uh, which was just amazing. And it's, yeah, I, there was Lila Rose, who is the head of uh, live action, you know, was comparing Democrats to, to Nazis and everything. Um, they've just, their extremist rhetoric is, <laughs> it's unending and it's really harmful.
1: Overall, your research showed, too, I believe that there has been a 10 a percent decrease in coverage of the specific topic that abortion access is overwhelmingly popular. Again, that number, 77 percent, there's been a 10 percent decrease in that coverage since the leak in May. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: Not good.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple.
1: Folks, this is why we need Media Matters. And this is why we always have Media Matters close at hand. And we've been talking to Media Matters for years now. Um, We need it, as I always say. And you all go and support it, MediaMatters.org. Because as the case has been made here today, a lot of what is reported to us is is flawed and we need someone We need an organization like Media Matters. We need researchers like Julie to be that third eye for us and to do it in such a way. We all are busy. We all have busy lives and and they feed us sound bites. But when you just take a minute and go to Media Matters and just check it out. So you, 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 and then, I've always said this, Julie, um, when you, when you invite Media Matters into your reading into your library and to your intellect, you kind of pick up some of the habits that they have over there. And then you'll find yourself looking for things. I mean, right, Julie, you'll find yourself oh, yeah. <laughs> Ju- Julie does this for a living, but then you find, wait a minute, I, I learned something. From Julie. I can do what Julie's doing on my own too, right? You, that that yeah. third eye becomes sensitized. So uh I can't emphasize that enough, folks. Uh, you owe it to yourselves to do it, and we're so appreciative of Julie's work and, and her research, and we look forward to much, much more of it. That is, that is another front in, in our struggle for freedom, information. Information is power. Julie Talbert, the research director at Media Matters. Julie, we thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you so much.